Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Love that song. Beastie Boys right there. Sabotage. We just said we'd do that one for the night of Singing Dead. This show in October is coming together beautifully. All the recent deaths, all the ones we've not done before, just pop it in your head and I'm writing them all down. This year I swore to myself I would write down so we don't scramble sometime in August trying to yeah. figure out who's dead. Uh, there you go. Beastie Boys are there. I didn't realize the hatred for California was going to spark such an email revolution <laughs> for me. But all I was complaining was about just shut up. Keep your ideas and shut up. And uh, he was like, you tell California where it's coming from, Holmberg. You let them know. Like, I'm not running some sort of a campaign to get them out of here. I'm fine with their money showing up. Just keep your ideas to yourself. It just, and, and then the Ellen video came up again. Y- your house is on a cliff. You live on a creek, and your house is on a cliff. It's called erosion. I learned about this in eighth grade. Eventually, you're going to have a problem. Mm-hmm. I, and it just to me, it's just like, where's the like? Why are you blaming the earth for the creek bed being full? You know that it's a creek bed, right? Just because it wasn't full when you bought the house on the cliff doesn't mean that someday it wouldn't it fill up again. It's reason. been yeah. there for years, way before we had, you know, uh, Chevy Suburbans, way before SUVs scared you to death. But that quote bothers me. We've made Mother Nature mad. No, it's a creek bed. Creeks live there. Sometimes creeks go crazy. It's a creek being a creek, and you're acting (laughs) like it's a problem. What's these rains? There's too much because we had a drought. Yeah, and you didn't cut down your forest during a drought. And then you had massive fires, which means you had... This all makes sense to me, and I'm not a smart man. How am I the smartest one in the room so often as a dummy? I'm going bananas. Also, someone uh, texted and said, from here on out, when Brady's not there and Brett does, uh, said you did a nice job. Oh, it's you. no longer called the Brady Report or the Brady Report is the Guinea Gazette. And I like that. Yeah, they were calling it the Guinea Report. On, yeah. like, eh. The Guinea Report's good. Guinea Gazette is solid. That's it's kind of like the, it's when the Republic was the morning paper and the Gazette yeah. was the afternoon paper. It's the, the Guinea Gazette is solid. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, Brady's not here. Uh, we talked about it this morning. His, he blew his belly button out. A few years ago. <laughs> what a great phrase. And uh, it's overeating was the issue. He will, he will try to tell you it's from deadlifting. But it's uh, overeating. 
uh, and uh, or as Scott Haynes said, his CPAP was set on three and jet mode, and it needed to be an idol, and it actually <laughs> it blew, him blew him up like a balloon. It's like Dig Dug. Brady was playing Dig Dug with food. Is basically what happened. He got to the point where the astronaut almost exploded, and the doctor stepped in. He's out of surgery right now. We're going to talk to his wife Ronnie in a second. She said, uh, and this is an awkward quote. She said he's groggy. Um, we're going to be getting him in the car in the next few minutes. Uh, the doctor said everything went well. He gave me a brief on what was done and what he found. Oh, and I don't know what that means. Like, you just find the hernia and stuff it back in, right? What do you? You found like a matchbox car? What's in there? Also off the Guinea Gazette, a guy said, "Dude, five to one with what you'll tolerate with a girl." And he goes, "It's the other way around. If she's blowing you, you'll de- you'll deal with five dumb things for the one good thing." Rather she's got to be a smoke show, and she's got to be good. Right. But yeah. even if she's not. What? We've all taken multiples from a tubby. Oh, the grenade? Yeah. 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 Even though we're not a tubby. Like, oh, I don't want my friends to see this. <laughs> like, you see the tubby, and she'll do the thing, and they're like, oh, tubby's doing it again. I don't really like that. And that's why men all can relate to that thing of once you finish, you want her to leave. Because you realize you don't like her at all. Right. You like one thing. You like that thing she does, and yep. she's so available. Yep. And that's really, availability is the best ability a woman has. <laughs> and that's why when guys like our age, you start talking to dudes who are like, well, my wife and I aren't having sex anymore, and we're not getting along. It's, yeah, because if the, the sex isn't, if it's not there, you start realizing your personalities don't match. You're not interested in the same things I'm into. No. So you got That's the just, yeah. just do the blackjack. You start as a man, at least. You start looking at around the room, going, "All right, if I'm not having sex with you, how are you different than Toledo?" Right. And would I hang out with him this much? There's no way. So you start talking <laughs> to divorce lawyers and like, "I got to get out of this. If I'm not, if I'm not getting the extra benefits of friendship, it's like having Toledo in my house 24 hours a day and getting mad at me when I start looking at other Toledos." <laughs> Well, I'm not doing – you're just a Toledo. I'm like looking over at uh, this other producer. He seems to be a good producer. <laughs> I think it's a uh, – Bald Brian just got let go from Corolla Show. I, I, taking a look at him. Well, you can look at other producers now? Well, yeah, because this is – you're just <laughs> – You're not you're giving just, me what I what You're I, producing, uh, but you're, you're always here. Is there any uh, benefit to this? That and the fact that uh, I also have a situation at home right now. I just got an email from Megan about uh, chicken – I told the boys off there, but this is a pretty solid <laughs> oh, uh, no. Megan nine one one. Last night, uh, we had some chicken that was, you know, breasts that may or may not be sticking around if they weren't cooked right now. So there's four of them. Oh, like, ah, oh, we're on the we're on the we're on the brink. We got to knock these cold, or we're going to just have wasted this whole thing of chicken. So we'll cook them and we'll put them in salads and whatever as the week goes on. So I'm not really paying attention to much in the house per my normal state of affairs as I wander through and. Uh, I hear her say, as she sticks a thermometer in the chickens in the oven, because she's baking them. Uh, These things are still at 70. Pulls the thermometer out. I go outside. I How long have been in by now? I hadn't paid attention okay. to any of it. I don't know. They're still at 70. There was also another incident you guys don't know about. When she closed the oven, I came back in from outside. The oven went. <laughs> the, no And way. I didn't know it was the oven, and I left. And she goes, I don't think that oven's working. I'm like, was that the oven? Yeah. I'm like, turn it off. I think there's a fire in the wall. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> she wasn't wrong. 
She was assuming she was assuming the noise. I don't know if it was a, a thing inside the oven that wasn't pushed all the way in. It just made a ton oh, of noise. Okay. I don't know what it was. I'm not paying attention. The house burns down. I'm insured. I'm done with this. <laughs> and this is why you guys eat out it, all the time. No, she's actually been doing pretty good. Has but she? that air fryer is off the table. I'm not eating out of that again. Uh, worst bad. worst food I've ever had in my life. It's terrible, and it's not her fault. Air fried food. I can now tell you from experience, oh, it's just terrible. Air fr- air from frozen awesome. to plate. No, I have a I have a much more refined palate than you then I because I'm getting one of those aren't it? it's uh, like french fries and onion rings fine you put frozen meat it, the whole key to it is to take frozen food put it in the air fryer and it makes it food in like a minute or two that's I don't know. one thing we haven't really done oh all right well that's the thing and, and when you don't do the frozen thing everything it's, else is it's awesome. just like an oven like crisping up right. a is it like a microwave then it's fooling it's fooling fatties into thinking they're not deep frying something and they're cooking faster, and it's somehow healthier. It's, it's great with fries and onions. Oh, fries and onions right. are great. Like That's out of the bag, yeah. it's awesome. Wings, things like that. Yeah. Not for, anyway, so I, I'm going back and forth. And uh, this oven's not working. These are still at 70. Walk away, go to the couch, watch some football. And, uh, and then, uh, I don't know, maybe 40 minutes later, come back, and there's the chicken, and it looks fine. And she's putting it in the Ziploc bag. They'll have these for lunch tomorrow. All right. Uh, give me a bite of that. That looks pretty good. I bit into – if a newspaper could get drier, it would be <laughs> this. And I bit it. I'm like, how, 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 what is that? Sand and crackers and chicken without any of the – like, this chicken's been through enough. Because it's probably in there a little longer than I should have had it in there. I'm like, why? Well, I didn't realize that their thermometer thing was set on Celsius. <laughs> so whatever that temperature was when she said it was still at 70 is basically tripled. And was go- the- everything in the oven was doing its job perfectly. She just kept seeing Celsius. So the temperature inside the chicken was still like room temperature. It's probably the thermometer goes yeah, on it's Celsius. Like, yeah, it's like, it's, but that was the noise I heard was the thermometer oh exploding because the mercury went to the top. And so she kept it in there for another hour. So you had the Griswold Christmas turkey for <laughs> oh, dinner last night? I would have prayed for the Griswold <laughs> turkey. That thing looked so much juicier and more moist. There are Middle Easterners after – like Lawrence of Arabia's clothes were, weren't as dry after a long day in the dirt. Horrible. Celsius Fahrenheit, the problem with the firebox yesterday. <laughs> and I, I remember hearing it. These things are still at 70. And they'd been in there for a minute. Yeah. I'm like, well, you put them in there at 70. The oven says it's at 350. In my head, I'm now thinking this. They were 70 when they went in. How are they browning? Right. The temperature in the house is 70. Those chicken things are not at... Do the math in your own mind. It's like, these had to be 70 when I started, and yet they are cooking. So they got to be hotter than 70. Something's wrong with the thermometer. I got to ask, too. You saw them when they came out of the oven, right? Oh, yeah. They looked fine. It was weird. They did? Yeah, they did. How did they look fine? Got me. They were baked and They were baked. So they didn't like, they're not but like. they weren't leathery? They weren't Cajun style? Uh, like, maybe it looked like the outside was a little crispy. <laughs> little. <laughs> not, now, in hindsight, you're like, yes, now I see the leather. But at first glance, you First glance, it looked off. like good chicken breast that was really well, well done. Huh. Well, Man. well done. It, well done. So, yeah, I, she just texted me and said, I can't even cut through this chicken to give it to the dogs. I'm going to get a chainsaw. Maybe you'll have some Well, luck. if your dogs look at it and go, come on. Dogs man. aren't eating that. <laughs> And I tell her that I'll have this chicken been through enough. Think of the think of the, it was raised in a pen with thousands of other chickens. Uh, went through, got its head chopped off, got defeathered, got plucked, got put on a a truck, driven over to the Safeway, 
picked up by you as its final curse, drove to the house and stuffed in an oven for probably close to three hours. (laughs) (laughs) While your stupid Celsius thermometer told you they're not done yet. They're still at room temp. They're all black and stuff, but that still says they're 70 degrees. So I, uh... I went out to the. So he ate one of your Air Jordans. I went to the bar. Yeah, yeah, oh no. Yeah, the, I put some salt on an Air Jordan. And I, it was too moist from what I'm used to. Anyway, sorry, I went on about that. But the, the email this morning made me laugh about it. It's chicken thing. The dogs don't even want Well, this is no longer my problem. I'll be in the back room masturbating vigorously to that last piece of chicken that I ate that's probably going to kill me. Uh, it's 840. We'll talk to Brady's wife in just moments and see what they, quote, found inside of him. I got to read you the text. I didn't that. know it's it gonna was. It's going to be like Jaws where they, there's license plates like, and shoes and everything else. Brady's a pinata. <laughs> exactly what this texture okay. says. This texture says, John, I, I think I heard you say that right. You said what they found. Yeah. Does Pop Pop eat like a shark? Did they yeah. find a license plate? <laughs> it's exactly what people are thinking. Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> I don't like that. I... Not in one of my surgeries did, did they wake me and say, let's talk about what we found. You knew going in there was a, a game plan, right? There were no surprises. Well, they found something in Brady. I hope it's a crayon or <laughs> secrets awesome. to the Cuban Missile Crisis that his dad stuffed in there. Uh, it's 840. We'll talk to our, our, our uh, a little bit groggy friend Brady and that wife of his in just moments. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful Rock radio station. Tommy's little buddy had his uh, his donut removed from his belly button this morning. Uh, the beloved Brady Bogan was in the hospital uh, having a uh, belly button hernia, umbilical hernia, taken out. He says it's been there for years and years. He showed it to me the other day. This thing was a life raft hanging off that guy's gut. I'm like, man, you've been avoiding something uh, necessary for years and years. But let's head right into the, is this ER? Grey's Anatomy. Oh, gayer. <laughs> I said, give me ER's music. He gave me Grey's Anatomy because Seattle, he's got a thing. Uh, Brady's wife is on the line. I think Ronnie's on the line. Ronnie, are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning, Ronnie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm quite good. How's your belly button? My belly button is awesome. All right. Send <laughs> pictures to D Toledo at 98KUPD and we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> um, how's, how's our little friend? He's good. I, we, we're home now, and he's laying in bed. He's just—he's kind of groggy, but yeah, keeps telling me how weird it feels. Yeah, it feels well. He doesn't—he's never been drugged or drunk that much, so this is an odd he's feeling. Missing a piece of him. Most yeah. people say, "I love this feeling." He's like, "Ew, it's weird." Uh, and you said on the text, you said, "Let me tell you what the doctors did and what they found, which is weird." What did they do? They—they kind of like removed his belly button and kind what? of. Um, put his intestines back in, but they found like a big chunk of fat <laughs> that was pushing through. <laughs> well, <laughs> duh. I found a big chunk of fat 23 years ago and I let him do the show with me. <laughs> yeah, so they um, they removed that and <laughs> they sewed him back up and put his belly button back together. Isn't that crazy? So the scar's pretty good. Yeah, they there's no um, incisions. It, it was just like... Oh, they did the, the laparoscopy. Okay. All right. Wow. Well, that's better. So they went in there and they found a wild, huge chunk of fat that was trying to escape Brady's body. Yeah. Wasn't getting along with all the other fat. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> it's like to, it was the Toledo's dad of fat that wanted out. Yeah. And so, yeah, so he's feeling well. And, and, and did he, is he going to consider this weight loss? I think this is cool. It's almost like he had a little, uh, uh, you know, suction there. A little tummy tuck there? Yeah. yeah. I think he might... 
he might probably weigh himself. Yeah. Oh, do you feel like talking? Uh, oh, he says he still likes talking. Okay, let's have it. All right, there you go. Thanks, Ronnie. His voice, his voice is a little raw. Look, come so. on, <laughs> come on, Ronnie. It's not like we're dealing with a, you know, it's not like Tom Brokaw's calling. It's, Brady likes talking. Yeah, Brady, Brady's a little raw. Let's have Brady. Thank you, Ronnie. Okay, you're welcome. Here's Brady. Everybody, he's on the phone now with us. Post-surgical Brady. Hello, slapjack. Hey, Brady. <laughs> you had some rogue fat trying to escape. I guess so. <laughs> You sound like Bunny. You sound like your mom. He does. He does. How you feeling? Uh, I feel okay. You know, I guess I had a tube down my throat. Yeah, that feels gross. They give you all that ice when they wake you up. And then I had a uh, little Costco applesauce afterwards. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. You guys stopped at Costco and got some food on the, the way home? Menu. This guy's been drugged. His first words are, what was my breakfast? All right. So you know the cost. You know the brand name of applesauce. You're not allowed to eat solids today? Or when when can you start doing that? Because that throat thing never, uh, of course, you know I'm a pro. That never bothered me when they did the thing down the throat, the tube down the throat. They always said that that would hurt. It's a little weird, but it it never bugged me. But I know know people who have a horrible time with it. And I guess I have a neck. That actually helps the situation to have a tube down your throat. got a way to go. That was touching your heart. So famous quotes from the last seven days. Damar Hamlin, did we win? Brady Bogan, Costco applesauce. I want some Costco applesauce if you don't mind. (laughs) Uh, So when did the doctor say you're back up on your feet? Uh, In a, you know, hour or two. He says you can get up, walk around. Do some stuff. Just no lifting, no swinging. Yeah. Um, I can whack. If I want, you can throw down. Nice. Yeah, we'll give that a run. We'll, 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 Bring go, that fish tank on over. We'll wait right, right here. Us. I'll listen. I'll listen in. Oh no! Let's phone cuck there. Brady's whack. Oh, that's me laughing because I can't laugh. It's <laughs> like you know, you got your uh, you got a serious ab work in. Yeah, first time I could do crunches for about two hours. Well, good. Well, maybe you'll have some abs out of this. Um, I I reached down and um, kind of felt. I thought it would be a little more any, but that could be swelling right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you might have some swelling. I don't think I don't think your nose job's quite as good as you think it is. Like an hour later, so you'll be good. You get some rest, and uh, we'll keep an eye on you. I'm glad they said they found a rogue piece of fat that was pushing out, and they took that out, which is great. You should have kept it. I know. I'm curious to see what it looks like. Yeah. A big blob of fat as well. Well, it was everything that was on a plate at Porkopolis. <laughs> That's years. Years of Porkopolis. <laughs> well, we understand how you got it. I'm just saying. All right. Brady, you get some rest. And uh, and I'm glad you're okay and you're alive. And uh, drink your milk and uh, eat your applesauce and be healthy today. And then we'll get you back out uh, back on the horse in a few hours. In the car, I did said I I did enjoy uh, the Guinea Gazette. Guinea Gazette's <laughs> nice, yeah, man, yeah. That'll be fun. Well, thanks, yeah. Bunny. Bunny, you tell Torp we said hi, <laughs> and we'll chat with you later. I'm going to watch It's a Wonderful Life now. <laughs> I bet you are. All right. Goodbye, Mrs. Bogan. We'll see you. All right. Love you. Take care. Love you back. There he's back. Yeah, Brady's okay. Everyone, I think. Tough to say, <coughs> but yeah. Like doing crunches. All I right. kind of hope that Quiet voice down. sticks. Yeah, that his, would be great. If his bunny bogan stick. Oh, uh, if he's permanently that way. Yeah. Anyway, so a piece of rogue fat started to escape his body, and they had to stop. <laughs> and that. they said, "No, no, 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 you get back in there. <laughs> you get with the rest of them." 
I didn't know fat floated in chunks. I thought it was one big wall. <laughs> I, I didn't I know. Thought, it. I didn't realize you could like get loose of all the, all the other fat and then make a move. And and basically, it was kind of the Death Star. His belly shaped the same, and then the the, the, <laughs> the belly button is, is the two meter hole yeah. that you try yeah. to escape, and the fat tried to escape through a pod. It's like when R two and C three PO got out. Anyway, well, congratulations, Brady. We're very happy for you. <laughs> Proud of the young man for getting through it. I'm telling you, I wish we. I hope he took pictures of it before because I texted him, and then he's like, uh, "I'm not sending deep pics to you guys." <laughs> yeah. so what the fuck, pal. Look, pal. It was bigger than his D, this thing hanging off of it. It was huge. It's right here. And I'm like, whoa. It's been that way for a long time. It was a belly button hernia, and the young man had it removed. So good for Brady. We're happy he's all right. And uh, home resting with his uh, wife, Ronnie. They went in there. They took his guts out. I don't think they took him out through laparoscopy, right? They can't do that. A little tiny hole, and then they, they don't. Well, just... they pull it out, right? All of them? Well, the fat knife isn't like in a ball that you can't. Yeah, but she said they took his intestines, stuffed them back in probably with a stick. Well, because they were coming through the. And then the fat the thing, thing they right? just globbed out. Hmm. If he's got no incision, where did the intestines come through? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that's accurate. Hmm. But they said no, no incision, so they went right through the belly button thing. Pretty neat. Well, good job to Dr. O. Oh, maybe put the intestines back out of the hole. like pull them Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, put them back them. where they go yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of taking there them out. It's Boganese. Yes. She speaks it, too. <laughs> uh, we got hot releases coming up in just moments. Brady's home and okay, everybody. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.